Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Her first child was a stillbirth. And I remember being at her house and someone sent some flowers, which on the one hand, for lots of people, that might have been an amazing thing. But for my sister to get the flowers in a card where this person, even though their, you know, their heart was in the right place, they proceeded to tr- to try, I say. But they did to try and give some advice. My sister was like, what's this about? What is this? <laughs> So, yeah, I think it is definitely unique to each um, mum and each lady, which is why I think it's a good thing to actually maybe don't be afraid to just say, how can I support you? Is there anything I can do? Or even just um, being there, just just letting them know that you are there and that they're not alone, because that is, as I said before, one of the things you do feel so alone. You are listening to the Dope Black Mums podcast. I am here with Tara Alexis. Tara runs Mother of Angels Sunday Tea. It's an afternoon tea to talk really, isn't it? A space, a sisterhood, a support for women who have experienced miscarriage, late miscarriage, stillbirth and neonatal birth. Welcome Tara. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you for having me Nina and Dope Black Mums. I feel really honoured to be here with you this evening. Oh, you are, anytime you want to come to my kitchen, Homerton, you are just welcome, you're welcome. So you had your Mother of Angels Sunday tea. Yes. And why did you decide to go for afternoon tea? Um, So initially the event, I had the idea, I think it was now 2019, 2020, um, around Mother's Day. So basically I... um, I experienced a late miscarriage 11 years ago now and um, on Mother's Day two years ago um, I received a message from my sister wishing me a happy Mother's Day and acknowledging me and literally I just broke down in tears and spent the rest of the day in bed because I don't know I just wasn't expecting it and the thing is I spoke to a friend who then kind of said to me well actually Tara um, you might have been undervaluing yourself um, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be acknowledged on this day in particular Um, so fast forward I connected with um, some charitable organizations and wanted to put on an afternoon tea on Mother's Day because I think it is something that um, a lot of mothers and women I think we do that generally anyway everyone likes a cup of tea and some cakes and stuff like that Um, and it's something that happens on Mother's Day but I wanted to do something to acknowledge um, women who have also experienced a loss on this day as well I think particularly on this day um, it's kind of geared towards one type of mother and actually I wanted to do something for women who have had loss and kind of create a space for them as well but then COVID happened so um, it got postponed Um, so yeah that's why afternoon tea or the idea of having tea um, on a Sunday kind of came from. 
and the plan is to do this every Mother's Day. Yes, yes, that's the plan. So um, again, at the start of this year, because of how everything's been with COVID, I wasn't sure how a face-to-face meet would work. So I decided to do it virtually and I connected with um, the Baby Loss Charity Sands, who suggested doing something during Baby Loss Awareness Week. Um, And then, yeah, so that's why I put on the event virtually this year. Lovely. How was it? How did it feel? Um, Are you nervous? Oh, yes, I was nervous. That's the thing. I'm an actress and a writer, so I think sometimes... um, I like talking and performing, but then yeah. an event like this, this is, is yourself, not isn't something. It? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't done anything where I've spoken on this subject matter right. on a, a kind of a bigger platform before. So I was nervous. And especially because um, I know it's such a sensitive topic as well um, to talk about. It's something that um, is very close to my heart and lots of other women as well. So I was nervous, but... Um, it but went well it. Yeah. yeah and what was the sort of feedback that you got from the other women it was just more than I could have expected yeah. it to be yeah I think overwhelming's the exact word for it and even looking back now it's kind of feels um hard to kind of for me to say actually Tara you did this and it went better than I expected it to go um not that I thought it would go bad but I just think you can't it's hard to kind of prepare for that um emotional kind of response from women yeah absolutely and it it's powerful and you're creating a space giving people permission It, it it's you know it's what we all want in life but it especially around women who have gone through any yeah. any of these situations it's there's so much um so many layers wrapped up in it yeah. isn't it so much going on that just to have a space where you can all be together and connect that must have been yeah powerful you can yeah definitely it was um i remember kind of when planning the event I was thinking what if there's lots of space and time left over but that wasn't we kind of went over time because women just wanted to talk and to share and yeah it was amazing but but that that's brilliant and we we need to keep talking we need to keep sharing the conversation going we need to keep asking the questions and just keep keep the space so I commend you and I, I oh thank you well I was just going to say, at at the time, 11 years ago, could you ever imagine being able to do what you just did, create an event like you did? No way. And th- this, is why, this is why it's commendable. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing anyway, obviously, getting up off the ground and going about, going about doing trivial things when everything mm. seems impossible. But to then create a space to then, you know, almost have to relive it, that that's brave. Yeah. But and that's the thing though, I I can like 
uh, a friend of mine, I remember when I was doing the marketing and asking her for a bit of advice, she said, I'm really proud of you, Tara. But I found it so hard to kind of <laughs> take that on board. Oh, um, gosh, yeah. No, yeah, I just I found understand. it hard to do that. And I think that the women, other women who have gone through this experience, I think they're amazing. And again, that is one of the reasons why I wanted to put this event on, because sometimes you don't, if you've gone through this experience, that might be the last thing you want to say about yourself. Um, but I don't think that should be the way because I think it's commendable. I think women who have gone through this experience and are still doing life, I think they're cre- courageous oh, and so amazing. Yeah, So do I. And there's probably a zillion triggers that are obvious yeah. and a thousand <laughs> that we don't know about. So I can imagine it being, it's already quite a painful experience walking through the world as a black woman. It, yeah. it You don't need anything else added to that weight so I can just imagine for any woman experiencing that um life after it's ultimately changed isn't it It, yeah it's never going to be the same as it was before it's always always reminders so I think it is really brave and (laughs) I think you were brave so I know it's hard to hear because I I I find it hard to take praise as well but just putting it on the record on a podcast now it's going to (laughs) be Apple and Spotify it's out there you were brave well done Thank you. Um, so just brilliant. How did you feel afterwards? Exhausted? Yes, 100% okay. exhausted and yeah. overwhelmed, I think. And again, I think the feel, the overwhelming feeling was, um, I don't know, it, because it's such a powerful emotional thing. And there was mm. one, there wasn't, there was more than one lady, but one lady in particular, I remember um, in the chat who had a loss. She had a stillbirth three weeks prior to the event. And she yeah. said, thank you so much. I now have hope. And yeah. literally that was just so, but, and lots of other women were saying thank you. And that's the thing that was just like, wow, this is, you know, people have hope now and yeah look just, at that yeah and, and that event that you created has given people that that you know you don't know what that can do in that woman's life yeah you go back with a whole new mindset yeah and create whole new experiences for herself that she might not have been able to do so that is that's amazing that's amazing so moving forward yes any advice on how you move forward, how you pick yourself up, anything that really helped you, anyone that really helped you? Um, So I think for me personally, um, I had a good support network around me in terms of family and friends. yeah so I think that kind of helped me a lot um yeah I think that was probably one of the main things also as well my faith as well as a Christian that helped a lot but the thing is it's almost like knowing these things are there for you because you might not necessarily draw on it straight away and to be honest it's almost like um well, I went into myself and I didn't necessarily want to talk to lots of people. Um, and I felt quite alone and isolated. But to know that people were there, um, that that was a lot. That meant a lot. And yeah. also to know that I had a faith, even though <laughs> I completely disconnected 
at the time from a lot of things. Um, it just knowing it's in the background was still really helpful. Yeah, and I, and it's great to hear that you said you know people were there, so you felt that love, that connection, that support. But on a practical one, was there anything that people did? So, like for anybody listening, yeah. if we're wanting to support women in our life, was there? I don't know, um, sending around a cleaner or thinking about sending some food, a little care package, anything, or maybe even just sending a text. Sometimes for yeah. women in my life, I've just sent a text, not not hoping or wanting anything back, just like I am here. If you need if you need to talk, I'm here. You don't I, have to Yeah, I do think that's else. what it is. I think it's about letting um, the mother know that you are there, um, especially because it can, it's a taboo subject anyway. People don't really talk about it so much anyway, but I think that is the thing to kind of try and disperse and to actually, uh, not saying that you have to try and, you know, become your friend or your loved one's counsellor, but just letting them know, actually, I am here for mm-hmm. you if you need me when you need me I think that means a lot as well and also maybe even um, without trying to preempt something practical that the mum might need maybe even just asking her what yes. is it that you need from me if you need anything yeah what um, would you find useful yeah, what can exactly. I exactly because yeah. everyone's different um I remember my sister also as well um I have another sister we're very close and her first child was a stillbirth as well and I remember um so I had my loss first and then my sister probably about five years four or five years ago now and I remember being at her house and someone sent some flowers which on the one one hand for lots of people that might have been an amazing thing but for my sister to get the flowers in a card where this person even though their you know their heart was in the right place they proceeded to tr- to try I say but they did to try and give some advice my sister was like what's this about yeah what's this so yeah Yeah. I think it is definitely unique to each um, mum and each lady which is why I think it's a good thing to actually maybe don't be afraid to just say how can I support you is there anything I can do or even just um, being there just just letting them know that you are there and that they're not alone because that is as I said before one of the things you do feel so alone yeah yeah. so just letting people know actually you're not alone I'm here that means a lot that's it I mean with loss I've lost loved ones in my life and what I've always found strange is when people know but they also say nothing and they say they say nothing yeah. they don't either they feel awkward or what I what really baffles me is when people say I didn't want to remind you but you don't want to remind me of the loss that yes. will always be with me yeah a loss like that will always be with you so you can't forget it, it's always with you on some plane isn't it so yeah is anything anything just in the uh guys of being loving and trying to help people who how we can support people is there anything that people said to you that wasn't helpful and Um, wasn't useful so yeah there were things that um people said and and that's the thing I think it's a tough one because on the one hand um 
you can feel like you have to tread carefully and you do, especially if you have not experienced this loss before. Mm. Um, But then at the same time, I think saying nothing isn't the right thing to do either. Again, because I feel like that would just perpetuate this feeling of being alone. I think um, it's nice to acknowledge it, isn't it? Definitely definitely because and that's the thing a loss like this and there's so many different stages a woman can experience a loss and for me mine was at five months so Mm -hmm. I'd already started to put on weight um I'm not gonna you know I was still fat months later. (laughs) I'm not forgetting about that. My sister had bought a cot and, you know, started to decorate a nursery. So somebody saying something, you're not going to remind her because the nursery is still there to remind Mm. her. So I don't think that's something that um, people should kind of feel afraid of. Um, I I almost think that's people's own guilt, isn't it? Yeah. It's their own issues. When if you're truly going to be there I think I'm saying this is I I think it would be nice to acknowledge it yeah definitely and just just be there I I know it's a personal choice but do things like celebrating Mother's Day or getting a card from your friends and support network on Mother's Day is that helpful nice thoughtful for you I think um what I think is good to do is to not ignore it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why I found that Mother's Day two years ago, even though on my journey, I've been doing so well, but to then kind of um, have received this text message and then be completely flawed, it was because I was ignoring and having no acknowledgement. So I think definitely acknowledging your feelings throughout the year, but then also particularly on this day, because it is a trigger and there's nothing wrong with saying, actually, I might be triggered on this day. Um, Let me do what I need to do to protect my own space and my own mental health. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that at all. And maybe again, just kind of seeing where the mum is at that time in her emotional state because some women might not want to be acknowledged on this day or might not want to um, do anything on this day. They just might want to be alone with their thoughts, whereas some women might actually appreciate um someone reaching out to them and and acknowledging them so um I do think it is different for every woman but I think it's more detrimental to completely ignore and not acknowledge so it's about it's about if you're really down and really there just having the conversation yeah as tricky as anybody may find that if we're there to support our sisters women in our life then that that's what would be nice that would be thoughtful definitely and I feel like you know because um you would genuinely want to support and to be there then that's kind of I that's what you would want to do so I don't think um a lady should be kind of put off by I don't know being afraid of approaching the subject matter or saying something I think your feelings of love towards the mum should override this if it can yeah and are there any other practical things affirmations um journaling 
um, gratitude diaries, anything else that that has that has helped you in the darkest moments, but continues to help you. Yeah, so um, I saw a counsellor. Um, it wasn't straight away. I remember family members saying, why hasn't she started seeing somebody yet? But it wasn't straight away. That would have been too much to deal with. And again, I think it um, depends on the stage of your loss because there are um, kind of practical things that happen, such as investigations with doctors. Um, I had a cremation for my baby boy and things like that. So once certain things had settled, I began counselling and I definitely recommend that to um, a woman who has experienced this type of loss Um I definitely recommend at least trying a few sessions. It might not be for you. It wasn't for my sister after her loss, but I was in counselling for about a year and a half. And I think it's the thing of getting those thoughts um, and feelings that are inside on the outside or sharing them with someone. That's what I think was helpful with the process. So I saw a counsellor. I did keep a journal for the first year. Um, I write as well. So for me, that was something that um, was kind of like a go-to to kind of express myself. And I remember writing because I felt really stuck um, and I needed to see something happen in the day-to-day. Just even if it was a small, minute thing, Tuesday, I smiled kind of thing but I needed to be able to see that progress so I did keep a journal um, every day for a year after um, my loss but what I think is good however that is for whether you sing whether you write whether you have a cup of tea you know with somebody else another friend and just talk for five minutes I think if you can share in a safe space and get the feelings that are inside out somehow, I think that's a healthy thing to do. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I think think that's healthy in, in all aspects of life, especially now. Yeah. And I really hope that the... Um, the PR for therapy is changing. You know, I hope we can all really yeah. look at it because it's been amazing for me. And um, sometimes people, sometimes therapy kind of gets a bad rep or it's like yeah. something's wrong with you. But I think it's just taking a moment to have a pause, have a break, like reflect, take a step back, which we do naturally in our life anyway. Yeah, It's just doing it in a safe space with somebody who's had additional training I don't even think it 
You don't have to say therapy, reflection, whatever you want to say. Yeah. I just think sometimes people get a bit hooked on the word and therefore, you know, I have to see a counselor, I have to see a therapist and it, it makes it like there's something wrong with you when it, it's really just as we would go to the gym and have a long bath. It's just looking after our mental health as well as we look yeah. after our physical health. It's just sometimes seems harder for us to do that which is so important. And I think with this particular type of loss, um, there can be thoughts and feelings that you have that you might not feel comfortable sharing with a friend or a relative. Um, mm. You might want to share that with a complete stranger. Um, and I think that's fine because, and again, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to set up Mothers of Angels because there's not going to be, everyone's not going to be able to understand this type of loss that you've um, encountered and experienced. So it is really helpful to be able to talk to other women who have experienced this type of loss as well. Um, and, and then with a counsellor. Yeah, yeah. And even just the things you might feel guilt. Other people yeah. might not understand that type of guilt. You might feel jealousy. Other people might not understand that type of jealousy. And these are things yeah. that you might feel a bit um ashamed or kind totally. of not wanting to share you know with friends or family totally. but the thoughts do go through yeah, your head exactly they do and they you need do. to be able to say them out loud because if you don't say them out loud they're going to come out somewhere somehow yeah mm. and you said that you brought on sans charity for the yes. event yeah did you use them so no during my time of loss, I contacted the Miscarriage Association yes. uh, for some support. And I also did a, um, I can't remember, it could have been on a blog online. I saw that it was suggested that around Christmas time or other big events to kind of do some volunteer work. So I did some volunteer work for Christmas, um, the first Christmas of the year of my loss. And then I raised money for Miscarriage Association um, on Christmas so Day I, as well. I did a um, marathon for Miscarriage Association. Yes, I saw on social media. Yeah, yeah that's a really, really thoughtful useful tip to go and do some charity work around Christmas yeah really good idea was that useful yeah. for you yes it was and literally it uh, because on these kind of big calendar dates you you always think you think my child or my baby would have been this you know however old now or this is what we would have had the thing about this type of loss is that you're not mourning the past but you're mourning the future um mm -hmm. so you do take these things forward with you and i think if you're able to kind of have an activity or to do something that you can be completely engrossed in and helping another person is just has that kind of effect then it is very helpful for you and it's rewarding as well um yeah yeah it does it does good it does feel good to do good yeah some some of my friends um deliberate about inviting women who've had loss women who have no children to mm -hmm. their children's birthday parties mm -hmm. what do you think about that that's an interesting one um mm. i think it depends on the mother 
and where they're at. And we did speak about this. This came up in a different way, but um, it came up during the Sunday Tea launch event as well. Um, And I kind of think it depends on the woman with me <laughs> it feel I look back now and I think oh that was really crazy because I was kind of doing stuff that I was like you know um I had a relative's daughter's young birthday party that I went to I went to a baby shower quite close around the time of my loss and I look back now and I'm like how did you even manage to do that Tara mm-hmm. um but that was me and I did it. And But I'm fully aware that there were some women who that would be too much for. Um, and then also because people say, like, I remember at that birthday party, um, a relative's daughter's birthday party, there was a lady there um, and she was saying something like, why would you go to a child's party if you don't have children? Why would you even go? And I remember just being really upset by that and thinking, should I even be here? But I'm not there for, and this is, maybe this is just my outlook, but I'm there to support my family member and their daughter. Um, Yeah, so I wasn't even... It's a celebration, isn't it? Yeah. It's a celebration, and especially when you have young children, I think it's a celebration of the parents of just another year. Yeah. So for me, and especially because I do love um, being around children in general and also supporting family with other events, I'm going to be there anyway. That's the type of person I am. So then to not invite me, for example, would have I would have thought, well, why am I not being invited? Like, mm. if and you that know that I'm usually in... here. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So again, you're saying it, it's a personal decision. Definitely, definitely. And I feel like it's about knowing your friend or your loved one and kind of where they're at. Um, and if that would be triggering, because there are some women, I'm sure, who it would be a bit triggering for and who would want to protect their kind of mental space, which is also completely fine. So I think it's about knowing where you're at um, as the mother who's experienced this loss and then also knowing your friend or your loved one and having the lines of communication open. So there isn't any guesswork that needs to yes. be done because that's where the anxiety um, yeah, and the exactly. fear just breeds, doesn't it? Exactly. Mm. So there isn't any guesswork. I think that's what it is, so that you kind of have an idea, um, a good idea of where they're at. Yeah. And thinking from a institution mm-hmm. point of view, um, during your loss, is there anything that you would like to see change in the long term? Um, so I do think, um, and again, we discussed this in, on the launch that things have gotten better since my loss, which was 11 years ago. Um, I'm, I can't say they've, you know, it's, we've come along leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the The case, to be honest, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it has gotten slightly better. It's spoken about more as well. Yes, Um, that is changing. So that is better. From an institution point of view, um, and again, something that I'm really keen for Mothers of Angels to kind of be about is diversity. So I think that is really key. And that is something that I think does need to improve still. So even showing that we all, all experience loss. Yes, definitely, definitely. And having those faces and those voices represented. So um, 
for me, the kind of the the people who I was in touch with regarding the bereavement side um, after I experienced my loss, I don't think I spoke to any black women. I'm just thinking yeah. now. I don't think it was 11 years ago though. So, um, but yeah, I don't think I spoke to any black women. Um, yeah, I mean, I, there are some great organisations doing some amazing things, but yeah. still, in the Dope Black Mums inbox, I do weekly get charities asking for me to circulate surveys, to arrange focus groups. How can we better our diversity, our inclusion? Um, someone just asked me, do you straight, do you have, do you know where I can find therapists, like therapists yeah. of color? Um, yeah. So it's changing in a sense that we're talking about. It's changing that people know that they need to make a move, but I still thought we could do it a bit quicker. We yeah. Could, you know, it could, like, we could just get on with it now. These stats have been horrific for yeah. too long, too long. And it's like changing marginally. So it, I, I think there's definitely work that can be, we can be doing long term. Yeah, definitely. Is, is there anything that you would like to see short term that people, mothers, women, listening right now, any action that we could take right now? Um, I think, and this might sound a bit um, out there, but I think showing your face is really important, your face and your voice, because um, as when I was kind of preparing to advertise or to promote Sunday Tea, um, the first time pre-lockdown, I remember thinking, I don't want to put my face on the flyer because nobody's face looked like mine at the time. Talking specifically about baby loss, there was not, I didn't see hardly any brown faces. And I just thought to myself, I don't know if my face is a good face to talk about that. But then this time around, I said no, Tara, because first of all, look at the stats around baby loss and mm -hmm. black women. And your face is your face because this is, you have experienced this loss. You're qualified to talk about this and we need more faces like mine. And I remember being um, inboxed by um, a black woman saying, oh my gosh, mm. I'm so glad to see someone like you is talking about one. this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think show your face um, and your voice because it's needed out there. We need um, representation. We need to see different types of black women as well, you know, <laughs> of all different um, kind of shapes, sizes, voice, you know, wherever you're from in the country or outside of it, whatever it is that you're doing for a living, we need to see that variety um, because it's really encouraging for another mum who has experienced this loss to see someone and literally it does work like that to see someone who looks like you or is similar to you who has had this loss and they're doing okay that means a lot it really does work like that doesn't it and it's it works um like intrinsically doesn't it sometimes yes. you can't put a finger on it 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 just helps yeah and and it helps in such a powerful way that it's it um yeah, once you see it, once you get that feedback like you did from that woman, you just think, well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you share this? Because you can see yeah. the immediate effect. I've seen people, I've facilitated for some charities and I'm there 
as a real woman, not as a professional medical professional, mm-hmm. I'm not. But basically, I start talking about brown boobs or brown skin or or something black, and people just start crying. Wow! J- j- just to have that moment of being seen, being validated, yes. knowing you're not alone, knowing it's not just you. All of that that can you can get in your head about and just stay there and spiral off into exactly that's what despair. happens yeah, yeah totally so it, it is powerful and that's really really great information great point great challenge just to show your face and show your voice and and do that wholeheartedly that is yes. what we need isn't it because you won't be alone as well I think that's the fear and I remember talking to um a few women who were kind of a bit apprehensive about joining in on the call. And I said, it's okay, just join the call. If it's for you, that's amazing. If it's not for you, that's still good as well. Um, And it's like when they joined in and they saw other women, it's it's the energy of people sharing and kind of helping to heal each other as well that kind of grows into this amazing sisterhood and I think Mm. that's what happens so you can be kind of afraid to kind of maybe speak or to share or to show to begin with but then once you do it it's just kind of it 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 kind of I don't know the energy exactly it's magic yeah the the definition of black girl magic yes So lastly, just to anyone listening, really in it, in the loss, you know, those moments where it just feels absolutely impossible. You feel like you're on the bathroom floor. There doesn't seem to be, it doesn't seem to shift, feels like sludge. Someone who is in that moment, you being outside of that moment, what would you like to say? Um, I think I would say the first thing to take one day at a time. You said it feels like sludge and like it doesn't shift and it really does feel like it's not going to shift. You asked me earlier, did I think back then that I would be able to put on this event? No way, because I felt stuck and I honestly didn't think I would come out of it. But if you keep doing one day at a time, you will come out of it. I don't think you need to kind of challenge yourself with, oh, you know, let me kind of see myself, you know, in five days, five months time or five weeks time. No, just take each day as it comes, because each day will come with, you know, something new. You might feel extremely emotional. You might feel no emotions. That's fine. Just take each day as it comes, I think. And you will get through the other side. Yeah, I think it's just knowing that, isn't it, which feels in the moment impossible but just trying to hold on to that I mean anything that can anchor you anything that can be a constant whether that is your faith music reading journaling the gym running whatever it is good to just try and hold on to something because it will help and it will shift just in the moment it feels literally like sludge and it's not going to move but it does. It so, does. Yeah. yeah. Concentrate on the day. I think whether that is you do, you know, you it's go for some... running. A lot of women did say that um, exercise kind of helped them yeah. doing something physical as well. And, and when you said um, focus on the day, 
isn't it sometimes just focus on the moment sometimes yeah. does it feel like just focus on the minute i'm just going to get through this minute make it through the next minute and those minutes add to an hour and then i've done an hour yeah yeah and then you have done the day in that That's kind it. of way yeah yeah and give yourself a high five that's the other thing I would say as well, like be nice to yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. I remember I experienced a lot of self-loathing and I think mm. um, there can be a lot of guilt that women can feel um, with this particular type of loss. But um, I think if you can be nice to yourself or don't be too hard on yourself, um, that's really important as well. Thank you. Thank you, Tara. Thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for so much for letting us into your journey. Oh, thank um, you for having me. You're welcome. And thanks again, <laughs> if you can hear it, for starting Mother of Angels. Um, I keep missing out the S, sorry. Mothers of Angels. I think it's great. I think the idea of having a Sunday tea and also it might just be a nice moment to get a bit dressed up. Yeah. To take a moment for yourself, a bit of me time, um, enforced upon yourself, as in Definitely. you're going to do it. It's in the diary. I think it's important that we have these moments in our calendar, especially to mark moments like this. So just thank you for all the energy that you put into making that possible. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Moms private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Moms on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Moms. Thanks so much for listening. 